Grace and I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia, paying our respects to elders past, present and emerging, particularly the traditional owners of this land we now call Sydney, where we are recording today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Thank you, Lily. Blues have got the pipe for you That'll show you all that you got love and luck and lust and lovers Sit back, relax as we pull back the covers Beautiful people, hello and welcome back to Love Clues We are the two sisters who make up the band called Clues I am Grace That's your line, you always miss your line Say it Say it again I am Grace and I am Grace (laughs) and we've come back to again let you right into our lives and hearts. Get up close and personal with us. Enjoy the show. All right. Oh, no, I just set the levels off. (laughs) Clipping. (laughs) To get in the zone. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Hush, 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 hush. Can I please just start by saying thank you so much for listening. We've had some seriously amazing and touching responses that have completely blown us away and so many people are DMing us and saying that they relate so much and they're sharing their stories and asking their questions to us. I don't know what about the past two episodes have made us seem like we're the type of people who have any kind of quality advice to give, but you're sliding into our DMs and we love to see it. Do you know what? It's worked for me so far because in the first episode I said, is there anybody out there in the world like me who has gone so long without having a partner? And so many people DM'd us and said that they had. Yeah, I know. I have a few people who are 25 and have never been in relationships Mm, up mm. my sleeve now and I feel less alone. Awesome. So should we wrap? Yeah, that's about it. So basically, we're going to be talking about the status of our relationships, the status of the relationship that Lily and I share, which is something special as hell. I would like to start by asking you genuinely, how have you been? Go. Do you know what, actually? Recently, I've been totally sweet as, right as rain. A lot is going on. So obviously, you can one can have the tendency to get a bit stressed or overwhelmed. And especially, I'm a very routine-based person. Yes. And lately, it's just been all over the shop because I've been pulling late nights trying to do uni work. We've mm. been touring. We've been obviously releasing a lot of stuff and announcing things, trying to make it all happen, trying to be social, still trying to go to footy, trying mm. to, you know, a lot's been going on. And recently, I've really been digging deep, deep, deep into the attitude of gratitude mindset. Mm. in a big picture way, mm. which I tried to explain to you the other day, but you weren't really having a bar of it. The funny thing is I really don't respond well to that. And it's something that I don't love about myself. Sometimes it feels like I'm just sprinting through every single day to make our own deadlines. I always try to have an attitude of gratitude. I think we were brought up like that to be self-aware and know how lucky we are, etc. So when you come and you say, oh, but Grace, you know, just think about how lucky we are and how privileged we are. I can definitely Shut it down. Shut it down and lash out, which we will get to in a minute. True. You know, that might even come from the big sister, little sister dynamic a bit as well, though. That's very true. 
you don't respond well to advice that I try to give you sometimes because maybe it feels like we're kids again and I'm trying to tell you how to live your life because That's I think true. I know better. You're not my mum, Lily. Yeah, exactly. I, I also can see how a mindset like that doesn't connect well with people because it's all well and good to say you should just be grateful for what you have, but actually practising it is really hard. And we were mm. just lucky that we were raised that way. Yeah. I'm, a very, I'm a very namaste Dalai Lama morning prayer <laughs> kind of person. <laughs> which is you so you know. are oh my god and I think I find it a little bit excruciating yeah. I respect it and I like it's to be like cringe. that on a low-key level but I think when you're you know getting me to eat your rice pudding and dancing through the clovers I just think keep it to yourself you know keep your stable brain and your positive reinforcements to yourself This kind of circles back to our perspective on relationships because it is an element of myself that I am quite proud of, conversely, when you were just saying that it's something about yourself you don't like in terms of my attitude of gratitude mindset keeps me very stable in terms of my mental health. I am a kind of Mr. Peanut Butter character, (laughs) Bojack Horseman reference right there. Yeah, And friends of mine who maybe are serial daters have said to me before, wow, I wonder if you're... Your mentality is so stable because you don't have to worry about a man's fuckery all the time. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't have to worry about someone else's shit. Wow. <laughs> and I honestly, I think, yeah, Look, maybe. You're not wrong. I'm just sort of, I've sorted myself out. Don't have to worry about anyone else. I'm, I'm cruising. You have sorted yourself out. Yeah, you On have. Wait, wait. Leaving conditioner. Wait, wait. Yeah. Okay, everyone, can I just say, Gracie, at the start of each episode, she prints out this little running order for the show, right? Because she's very professional and it has dot points on it of what we're supposed to talk about. And on this one, on this particular day, she's written on a dot point, anecdotes, colon, leave-in conditioner instead of sunscreen. Now, I have a vague recollection that this is a story that relates to me, but hand on my heart, guy, I actually don't remember what this is about. You told me this story when... And I saw you completely off the cuff and I wrote it down because I thought it was so funny. But you know what? I'll just tell it like it was me that was the one that did it. You do that Because anyways. I do that anyway. I take your memories. I take stories that you've told me <laughs> and I just, I incorporate them into my own memory until they become my lived experience. <laughs> okay. So this one time I, like the other day, whatever, like really recently. I think it was months ago. I was like so busy and I was running out of the <laughs> Oh, I thought I was busy then. Look at me now. No, listen, I was so busy and I was running out of the house and I was in such a shambles that I got out my sunscreen to lather my body up. So Lathering, lathering, lathering. 50 SPF. Lathering, lathering, lathering up until I realise I look at the bottle and it's my leave-in conditioner. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The thing was, <laughs> I, wait, the thing was, oh, I'm, I'm right at the door. I need to put sunscreen on. I'm lathering, <laughs> lathering. But for so long I was rubbing in and like obviously leave-in conditioner is really silky and it was just silking, 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 silking all over my supple, beautiful skin. <laughs> <laughs> and it was leave-in conditioner. But I think the point of me telling you that story was something to do with not being in the, not living in the moment. I probably had some little, you know. Moral of the story. Moral, some some moral resolution at the end. Like you I always, always do. do. See, that's what I'm saying. Why can't you just leave it at, oh, I was an idiot and got all kerfuffled and put my leave-in conditioner all over my supple skin why can't you just leave it at that instead of saying and that kids is why you should always practice mindfulness i honestly don't know Mm. let's talk about your one year anniversary with brandon so picture this last year 
I was single, had never been in love, I had only ever dated one person and now here we are a year later and I have completely changed in love and life to how I was before I met him. It's really amazing and all it takes is one person and one year. Which wow, is... that's actually really funny that you think that because from the outside looking in, you're not a different person. Mm. Don't you think? I, there's mm. no post-Brandon and pre-Brandon. Mm. I just think you're more stressed now. <laughs> oh, great. Does correlation oh, that's a good sign. Red equal flag. causation? I think that it's been really internal. It's been really, really internal. Yeah. I've gone through a lot of discoveries about like sex and about how to include somebody in your life and let them become part of your life. Like that's actually something that I never could imagine doing. And it's only until you meet someone that you're like, oh, I actually want to invite them to all my friends' events and I want to take them to this gig and I I just want them to be my sidekick and I want to be theirs. Like, that's amazing. It's crazy. And it only took a year to completely change. Anyway, enough rabbiting on about you and Brandon. Lil. (laughs) Let's talk about our first fight. Yay. Okay. Okay. So Grace and I had our first ever fight the other day, our first big fight. And it's funny because it was so serious at the time. Like we didn't talk for four days, but now I can't even remember what it felt like. It's nothing to me. You know what's really funny? I can remember exactly what it felt like. I've disassociated from it. Yeah, right. I can remember what it felt like because we just went on the road with our band boys, Oscar and Josh, drums and bass, and we were talking about... (laughs) We we drove up to this Oliver's to stop for a coffee or whatever. And Lily goes, oh, Grace, this is where we had that really hectic fight in the car park. And you slammed the door of the car and dropped your phone on the road and people looked at you. And we just laughed about it together. And we're like, oh, my God. You slammed the car door (laughs) so hard while I was still inside the car. Yeah. I think my wisdom (laughs) teeth fell out. You're welcome. I just saved you four grand. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, but the, the point of the story is that I said to Lily, I I can't even we couldn't remember what that fight was about obviously it was about something insignificant and we'd just been cooped up together for too long that wasn't really a fight it was just a little argument one of us gets really really angry mm. slam the door and then in five minutes it's fine it's over it's not we don't usually hold on to things yeah but we had our first ever fight the other day that was about not about something stupid it was about something a bit more hectic and it really really affected us both we were so upset we didn't talk for like four days it was the longest time we've gone mm. not talking to each other and it was like a a little spark in me just died for a second but it came back to life mm. it actually really rattled us both I was at Lily's house and Lily was saying to me that she really wanted to talk about it I was getting defensive and she looked me in the eye and said something inside of you is broken and that I was a psychopath and then I lashed out and I yelled at her and I said I don't want to talk about it I don't want to talk about it. And then she, what I call armadilloed and curled up into a ball with a blanket over her head on the couch. And then I didn't want you to see me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then her housemate came home. Maya, everyone knows Maya. Maya, Maya yes. And in true psychopath fashion, I <laughs> flicked a switch and said, hi, Maya, how are you? Oh, my God, good to see you. Yeah, Lil's just a bit tired, so she's just on the couch. Whereas I found out later, Lily really would have appreciated it if I had just said to Maya, yeah, we've look, we've just had a bit of a fight and I'm just going to make sure Lily's okay. But instead I didn't. And so Lily told me to get out of her house, not mincing her words at all. And so I picked up my shoes and I walked out without saying I love you back. 
I mean, we laugh about it now, but it also does bring back a bit of a rock to my heart because it was probably genuinely the worst four days of my life. I'm not joking. Because then from that point on, we had this full on fallout of communication. Like we just, we didn't talk and it was terrible because I messaged Lily 20 minutes later. Oh my God, are you okay? I'm really sorry. She didn't reply to me for like a day or something and was like, I just can't talk to you right now. I just need to have space. So I was like, okay, I'll leave it for a day. I get that. She needs space to decompress. That's fine. But then it got to the second day and I said, you know, I'm texting her. I'm calling her. None of it is going noticed. But do you know why? It's that Mm. classic thing, boundaries, right? Mm. So I was trying to say to you, Grace, I really don't feel like talking to you and I need some space for a while. But it just made you claw back even harder, (laughs) texting me, texting me, DMing me drunk when you're out with your girl saying, I'm sorry, please talk to me. (laughs) And all the while, I didn't think you were taking my space seriously, Mm. right? So I I learned in our fight that when someone's says they need space, that boundaries are so important. And Mm -hmm. then if someone says, you know what, I don't want to talk to you for a few days, you should (laughs) drunk DM them every five seconds begging for them to forgive you. In my defence, though, it led to a full-on no communication for four days. If we had just talked it out on the second day instead of on the fourth day, I don't think it would have blown up to the magnitude that it did. Anyway, we're not getting... Don't worry, guys. We're not about to rehash this fight. It's really fine. And I totally get what you're saying. Yes, you needed space. So we had this terrible fight. I have something that I want to show you. Okay. I was feeling like just literally depressed. I was like, this is the most fucked thing that's ever happened to anyone. I'm going to die. I'm going to vomit. This was actually the night of the fight. So we hadn't even spoken. And I was like, I actually don't know what to do. Like my heart is just going to explode. I'm going to die. This is the end. And I've never done this before, but I was like, okay, I need to write a song. Like I literally need to not feel bad. I need to write a song and I need to put it into that song. Mm. But I just press record. It's like a 20 minute recording of just me crying and writing this song. (laughs) I'm going to play you. I'm going to play you a bit. Oh, because I songwrite for catharsis, but not in the moment. Okay, I'll skip to the second verse because I think that's where it gets really good. <laughs> okay, tell me if you can hear it. Our voices sound so similar. That was fucked, wasn't it? Wow. So I went home and I just wrote this song, like, properly, like, bawling, like, <laughs> like, like, emotion, like, tears were dripping on the page. Like, I was writing in wet ink. Like, it was just That's so awesome. intense. But I'll tell you what. We better cut that song. It was so cathartic. It's it a was, bit of a downer. Maybe you know what? I look back with fondness. Just in the moment, it was just so much. Mm. So, Lily, 
On a more brighter <laughs> note, there I go switching the psychopath switch. Yeah. How is your dating life? Okay, this can be the little segment when we talk about my little dating journey because yours mm-hmm. is so wholesome. Your segment was, oh, I've just passed my one-year anniversary with Brandon and I've changed so much <laughs> internally and oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. So welcome to the trash fire that is my love life. Let's talk about me. Oh, God. The last time that we hung out was a good few weeks ago now, and I said to myself, you know how I downloaded Hinge? I do. I downloaded Hinge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Is that how your nervous energy about Hinge is manifesting? It turns into Cockney English, isn't it? Yeah, right. Anyway, I downloaded Hinge like a pheasant Mm -hmm. (laughs) to see what was out there. What's out there? To survey the landscape. What's out there? What's out there? Well, what I've been saving for everyone listening are some screenshots from what people, men, because I only date men, unfortunately, what guys write in their little bios. Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, on Hinge, you get given these little question prompts. Okay, so there was just, (laughs) I've only got two for you today. Two's enough. Because I haven't even looked at Hinge. (laughs) I should look at it tonight. I might have some (gasps) action on there. You should go on a date tonight. Oh, God. No. Okay. Okay, so this one keeps it really simple. And not going to lie, it's ve- it's I really resonate with this message. It mm-hmm. says, the prompt is, what if I told you that? And he's just written, I'm toxic. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's good. That's awesome. You should go out with him. That's dope. I think that's hilarious. I don't think he was being ironic. All right. So, I'd be really good at him. This one's so fucking good. Okay, oh, good. my God. Go. So picture you're swiping, you're swiping, you're swiping, and all the guys have written, let's debate this topic, yeah. pineapple on pizza, question mark. Oh, uh, yeah. Or yeah. I'll fall for you if dot, 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 you trip me over. Okay, honey. <laughs> That's really this good. one says, a shower thought I recently had, dot, dot, dot. That's the prompt. And he's written, <laughs> like, I'm not going to be able to get through it. So He's written, if you were born feet first, you briefly wore your mother as a hat. <laughs> You're joking. <gasps> Lily, he's a catch. Oh, bag him. Bag him up. That's so funny. That's so good. So Yuma oh is a really good quality you have on dating apps. I if did not swipe right though. <laughs> 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 For those of you who are not on dating apps, that's what you're missing. So did you match I, with those guys? Okay, well, this is the one thing that I wanted to talk about and it's I'm going to find it a little bit scary, but I feel like Lucy last week really showed me how to open up a bit more That's amazing. and, you know, talk about these sorts of things. That's great. So it's going to pick up on a theme from Lucy's episode. That was Lucy Smith last week. If you haven't listened to it, go back and give it a whirl. She's mm. awesome. What I found recently is that I've been putting some work in over the past, you know, 25 years and making myself a great version of myself. Mm. I'm not an awkward teenager anymore. I'm not an unsure early 20s gal. I'm in my mid-20s. I'm 25. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm absolutely hurtling towards 26. Yeah, you are. And we all know what comes after 27 is yeah, 30. I'm pretty happy within myself and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling 25 and thriving. That's great. And I thought that when I opened my heart to love, which I've recently done with, you know, this podcast, Yay. saying to the world and the universe, you know what? I'm ready. I'm ready to go on dates. I'm ready to start meeting yes. some people to connect with. I thought there'd just be a queue around the corner. <laughs> I thought I'd wake up one morning, the universe would have heard my heart 
absolutely fly off its hinges. Screaming out for love. And I'm like, guys, I'm ready. I thought every man and his dog would be like, yes, let's go. I thought I'd have to be, you know, scheduling in three dates a night. It's been a rude shock to find out that thine has been ghosted so many times. (laughs) Anyway, but I I think it's funny because I fucking love myself so much. Yeah, I look at myself and I think, yes! Get it. Who is she? Um, I would like to say that after our first episode came out, there were so many DMs in clues in the clues inbox saying, Lily, I'm single too. Lily, will you go on a date with me? Lily, don't worry, you can date me. Love heart, I emoji. Everybody, it's Grace speaking here. I can see your DMs too, okay? So don't try to crawl into my sister's <laughs> pants with me looking over her shoulder. <laughs> oh, anyway, anyway, so I'm just saying, <clears throat> you got options, you got options. So what has happened basically is, that the energy that I project out about myself is big. Mm. I'm like, yes, I'm so. Co- I mean, I don't. I'm. I try not to be a cocky person and come off as you know too self possessed. But mm. I do think to myself, we're cool. I love it. We're, I love myself. Anyway, we're cool. I'm since opening my heart to love recently. I've yet to find somebody who matches the energy that I give to myself. Mm. Okay, and genuinely, you know, it does. It it hurts ye pride because I. Why mean, are you talking like a squire? I don't know. Snap out of it, my lady. It's funny. (laughs) I'm trying to put myself out there. I'm messaging guys who maybe I've gotten with before. You know what just confuses me? When someone makes the first move on you Mm. and you reciprocate and you're like, yeah, cool, let's hang out. Let's go get a drink. You're trying to talk to them and they just ghost you. (laughs) Which is fine. Like, and hand on my heart, I think you've said this before. Nobody owes anybody anything Mm -hmm. unless you've been married for 17 years and there are kids involved or whatever. Then you owe them half your. <laughs> no, no guy that I've ever met so far has been involved enough in my life to owe me anything, and I don't owe him anything. It's yeah. literally fine. But it is funny because I'm out here. I'm saying, let's go get a drink. And we're hearing radio silence. Now I know how it feels when I go to you for four days in our big fight, mm, except yeah. the stakes were much higher then. So I just think that it's been a bit of a rude shock. And I'm really trying to get out there in the dating world, and it's kind of knocking my confidence a little right. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, if the guys that I want to hang out with don't want to hang out with me, then mm. what's the point? I'm happy by myself. Why am I putting energy into trying to talk to guys that I like that don't like me back, clearly? Mm. So yeah. fuck them. Yeah, that's true. Fuck them. But, but I, also- I'm trying to. And I yeah. <laughs> then it was- oh, don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> no, I love See, it. when it gets too real, I think that's when we recoil. My question to you is, do you have you actually liked any of the guys or is it a Lucy situation where you would have kept it going because you're goal-oriented and you want to succeed, quote unquote, at dating somebody. Well, the more time you invest in somebody, I guess the likelihood of you really liking them a lot increases because you get to know the real them. I haven't really spent enough time with any of these guys to find out if I actually like them in a real way because no one wants to hang out with me. But you would have liked to figure that out. Yeah, exactly. And the reason that I brought it back to the Lucy episode was because I've never heard someone express the feeling of, oh, you know, I get ghosted, I get left on red, I'm the one who sort of fizzles out on Mm. because, yes, I have so much to – I'm a giver to people. I'm like, yes, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm not – usually the one who's like icy towards people Mm. yeah so I just have been feeling a little bit disillusioned with Mm. dating I kind of went on a date but it hasn't it didn't go anywhere did you yeah with who what oh my god that's awesome tell us about it um I don't want to talk about it 
He was going to okay. be my husband. <laughs> and then he ghosted me. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you can't see me. I can't see him because he didn't want to return any of my texts. Oh, my God. That's so good. But you know what? You just got it. There's plenty of fish. Yeah. There's plenty of fish.com. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everybody. This has been a damn delight having these beautiful conversations. We'll see you next week on Love Clues.